Okay, apparently. Apparently. There we go. <laughs> apparently we're live. So this is uh, show number four, but kind of, I don't know. We've, we've, we've had a few good conversations, but welcome everyone. We're together again. That's it. And, Fantastic. Uh, how many I, it, I'm losing track already of how many days we've been in two. One, day's, uh, one day with the students. How's everything been for you? Go ahead. You want me to start? <laughs> you want to start here? Um, it's definitely been interesting, to say the least. Um, all the, the concerns that we had going in and things that we've mm -hmm. talked about leading up to these days, we're seeing it. Um, just mm -hmm. kids in the classroom not feeling comfortable because of the fact that they've been at home this whole time. And just speaking with students, they're just saying, like, there's so many people. They're, they're not used to the yeah. number of people that they're surrounded by. Um, so it's definitely been interesting. But the other good part is that students have been coming to me already. So they, mm -hmm. they know that they have the support that they need. So yeah. that's the one positive to it. And, uh, of course, teachers who have been bringing students down who need help, that's yeah. also been a, a good part. But... I mean, overall, it's it's going, and I hope that it gets better. What do you feel are the top issues that you're dealing with? A lot of anxiety, uh, panic attacks, just being in the space with really? all the people. Um, the expectations now, they, they're unsure of how to feel about what's expected of them now that they're in person. Mm -hmm. And again, just with not being in school they're just trying to adjust again two days in or a day in they have no idea is it is it do you think it's the health risk or is it the masks is it the, the number of people or is it a combination of everything it's a combination of everything and the mask thing i have to say that uh for the most part kids have been doing a good job yeah but mm -hmm. then on the other hand i've been walking down the hallways and seeing kids eating in the hall so mm -hmm. again like then masks are off and then people start to feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. um but for the most part i think it's being there with so many people not even the mass aspect just being surrounded by more people when they've just been at home with their families right mm -hmm. I'm, I'm finding myself having to be a little bit kind of uh in your face no pun intended with the masks uh, I, I have a few uh, every, every day, well, what, two, no, they've been in for a couple of days now. So, yeah. uh, um, see, look, that's how crazy it is. I'm, I go <laughs> in, I felt like two days ago we had a day to ourselves just getting things ready. And then we had the students in uh, today. But of course, it's been it's been a, a couple of days or so. So, um, but yeah, the same students, you know, they wearing a mask across. Sure. And I'm like. <laughs> so I'm like, I just point and uh, they know and they're getting, I find that I'm just having to be a little bit more strict out of the gate to kind of lay the law down. And then after that, they're, they're, uh, seem to be following suit. So, uh, that's right. I'm just uh, noticing I'm a little bit low. All right. In your new role, have you seen any issues or had to deal with any issues no, with masks? Uh, not yet. And again, we just started out. Um, yeah, so for this is just so everyone knows you have new people, disciplinary role. Right. Uh, hasn't really been an issue. But uh, I will say one of the things I have noticed, because I've been working the buses at the end of the day, and it's not a discipline thing, but it's a surprising number of parents who are now driving and picking up students. One of the things that struck us about the uh, incoming buses at the beginning of the day and the buses leaving at the end of the day, there's a tremendous amount of car traffic 
that we don't typically see years before. I think that, uh, I don't know whether it's the students or it's the parents that are a little bit more concerned about um, maybe not so much the classroom or the hallways, but the, the bus itself. Yeah. Definitely a big difference in students getting rides, you know, to and from school. And I think it has a lot to do with um, the exposure. Right. Yeah. I mean, we also we're, we're at a school that has 4,000 kids. So mm-hmm. it's it's obviously a lot. And there's only a couple of entrance and exit points. So that becomes more of an issue as well. But I do think you're right. It is more about the safety of being in the car and the comfort of, you know, just from a parent perspective of dropping off their child. But that also really backs everybody up too. Sure. So then there's like the anxiety of being on time for a kid who's driving to school, not meeting up with their friends as they normally would, maybe before the school day and, and things like that. But I mean, from my perspective, the first couple of days have gone fairly well. I, I've seen a lot of good things, but I'm also looking more for the good things mm-hmm. and trying to ignore some of the negative things. But mm-hmm. For my students coming in, I have honor students, but they, there's been no issues with masks, no issues with really any kind of, uh, you know, lates or any kind of excuses or anything, and really even negativity coming from their perspective. There's a lot of, you know, I'm being motivational and trying to let them know, like, I'm going to help them through all of these things, but also letting them know the standard's going to be high. So no matter where they're coming from, if they're coming from a general class or an honors class, if they feel like they've been prepared, prepared for before for my class or not, I'm going to get them all caught up and I'm going to do everything I can. I, I, I use the metaphor of saying I'm like the trainer at the gym. I said, like, you you all wrote yourselves letters explaining how what you wanted to accomplish this year. My job is to help you accomplish those things. And many of those things are things that you personally can't overcome procrastination, organization, because you just feel like you can't do it on your own. But I'm going to give you some of the tools to help you become more successful and doing some psychological things like I let them pick their own seats the first day and, and I said I just learned something about all of you based on where you sat mm-hmm. and, and in most of the classes the the best two front seats were empty and I said you know what do they say about students who sit in the front oh they're smart I said so nobody's smart in here like I just like jokingly around and and just the idea that you know what are you here for mm-hmm. and, and is it and, and it and as we discussed previously it is about the grade especially in the honors class it is about the getting the a and that's the important thing and they're they're talking about where the expectation is and college there are all these fears that they had which we know about but also just in the hallways teachers just helping out students walking through other students helping out you know just seeing the students in the hallway is great um i have a, a class i go into at what at one point in the day and she has the students clean off the desks before my class goes in and that's really nice i i, I thank the kids every day i walk in i said this is great thank mm-hmm. you very much that like and i tell my students to thank them as well like it's just little things that people are doing yeah that are really like pick up my morale and just show you like the kindness that is existing which is all a part of like sel like that's what it is it's about having empathy and being aware and and like being good to each other in, in a way and having some of those you know life skills and even it opens them up socially to say you know thank you you know see teachers in the hallways entering their students you know good morning here i think that was a that was a nice directive that because our supervisor told us look we want you standing at the doors and to be honest that's something that for myself i've been guilty of not guilty it's just i i my focus wasn't on meeting the the everyday students back to the class uh and 
sometimes they will walk in and they're not acknowledged. They won't look up. They won't say anything. So meeting them at the door is that, you know, obligatory, albeit that it is obligatory, but you, you, they're getting a hello. They're getting a, you know, oh, I exist, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's not just the walk in the classroom, good morning. That's it's it. It's the individual. And I've even seen teachers who are new teachers who I think this is great because it's obviously something they're bringing with them because I don't see a lot of people doing it, but have the students line up in the hall and they, as they walk in, they're trying to like guess the kid's name and don't tell me. And they're just, they're <laughs> yeah. trying to get to know them right away and showing yeah. how important each kid is yeah. to them by saying, hold on, let me get it. You're so-and-so and you're sitting there and, and just, I think that really, that, and the kids in the hall aren't angry that they're waiting in a line. They're just kind of like, I'm waiting for my turn to be acknowledged, to welcome, be welcome to the class. And I also think the tone that a teacher has or any staff member in the hallway or even any student really dictates whether or not someone's going to approach them. So I know a lot of freshmen and sophomores are walking through the hallways having never been in the school before. And I'll just be loud and say, hey, you, which, where are you going? Who's lost? And they'll come up to me as opposed to somebody who's going, oh, it's over there. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, if you if you have like a yeah. standoffish approach yeah, exactly. with the kids, they're not going to come up to you even though they need help. Yeah. Like just be welcoming, even though they right. can't see your face, like you're behind the mask, you could still use your voice and your inflection to be like, all right, who needs help? Where are you going? Like I was walking kids through like that crazy F wing <laughs> you know, log jam today. And I'm like, follow me. I can get you yeah. through. Sure. And I'm like, follow me. <laughs> yeah. And I was, and I'm telling the other kids, I'm like, yeah. you shouldn't have stopped here. You're not going to be able to go. I'm making this line go now. You guys are stuck. And well, just look, like joking with, you know what I mean? Have the, fun, some the, fun. The very fact that you've done that sh it, it is just a good solid SEL technique, right? Yeah. So you're, you're giving them that, uh, the facial expressions, the happy uh, uh, response to let them know that it's okay to ask a question. Yeah. Um, the my the, pretty much, I guess, the head of our department, um, Fernando Cologne, graphic arts, uh, graphic design teacher. He said, "You know what? I'm going to give my students a because we're trying to work closer this year to because we got the same classes, different students, same year." Uh, years and what have you but uh, he said you know what this year for the seniors what I'm going to do today because we're still sorting out the technological issues some can't access their computers uh, just but this year has been absolutely incredible techno uh, technology wise compared to years past um, but he said you know what? I'm going to find out what their plans are for after school and uh, let's reverse engineer that. Mm -hmm. Where where would you like to be in three months from now, six months from now? So we'll revisit this several months down down the line. But I added my thing that I always like to ask, which is, uh, do you have any big life questions? Only because it teases out of the ones that are really in pain because no one wants to ask a big, they're all embarrassed. You know, they're handing it in over canvas. So this isn't something that you, you want to, some of them want to own up. So I was really happy that, uh, you know, I got, uh, I got about 12 or so questions anything from how do I rent or buy a house? Uh, can I do everything I want while making a good business? Because I want to do many things. Uh, I want to try lots of things like welding, designing houses, arts and crafts. Uh, you know, just not your everyday. Uh, how do how do I get into a career without the full support of your parents? I mean, these are brilliant questions yeah. question. for uh, the podcast, and I think one day we should just get mm -hmm. a bunch of these and mm -hmm. kind of. 
go through them yeah. and uh, maybe line up some audio or video of people that have asked this already um, or, or at least responded to it. Uh, you know, and deep stuff. Why did we all choose this world? Why did we all choose the, this life, you know? Uh, like, why is this... Why now? Why us? I mean, that's brilliant stuff. I love that. You know, I didn't think about that stuff to many years later. Six, uh, you know, 17, 18. That's Socrates crazy. Socrates is in your class. Yeah. Um, if I don't have enough money for college, will making a small business help? What if I never get recognition and I invest in something that never uh, that never uh, kickstarts? So, yeah, just uh, I won't go through all of them, but uh, just brilliant questions. And the best thing about this the one student that I thought, here we go again. You're gonna be, you're gonna be a, a, a crafty uh, student, aren't you, this year, and and not work to your potential. And I look at it when I was um, on stage just before the break, and I was talking to everyone. One of the things I said is that we we don't. The reason for uh, creating the website and the app, Mellow. And all the things that we're doing for the SEL is to give us a better understanding of some of the students that necessarily we think they're goofing off or they're lazy or they just they're not trying. Mm -hmm. And that's not it, because one of the students I was thinking, all right, we are we back to square one. Gave this beautiful question, short response to all the other questions but it was a very thoughtful and it completely changed my perspective on who he is, what he's about and what's going on, you know? So I feel now, all right, there, there's, there's an in. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I don't even, if I get this back up. The, the, the lever on the side. Yeah. It's, a standard chair. But, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm spinning. How do I stop myself from spinning? I just yeah. have to stop. Yeah, you just put your legs on the floor. But, but some something silly, simple like that, that can just tease out some of the inner goings on of your student yeah. just to know where mm -hmm. they are. And uh, so much revealed. I'm so happy that, you know, Fernando inspired me and I just had that last little thing on. And... Um, you get the real responses. There is even one response in here. And I, all right, let's, uh, you know, you always get someone that you, you like, Ooh, where did that come from? You got to just pay, pay attention. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, but when we do it anonymously, that's when you get the real, the good questions and the heavy stuff. And it's, you know, it's, uh, yeah, very interesting. Glad I did it. Yeah. I have an assignment that's, that's, uh, similar in, in the sense that it allows for creativity that I have actually do tonight that we're going to talk about all day tomorrow, which is just a simple question of who am I? And it just says a hundred words, no more than a hundred words. That's all the assignment says, but I put it on canvas where they can submit it as text. They can submit it as uh, video, audio, any, and, and some of them are asking me questions like, you know, what are you, what are you looking for? I said, I gave you the directions, right. take it, whatever, take whatever you want to do. And some of them have submitted already. And and they've just written out, I am so and so. I am this age. I, 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 actually, the only rule I had was show, don't tell. Show, yeah. don't tell. I don't want you to tell me who you are. You want me to show me. So it could be anecdotal. It could be whatever, really, honestly. But um, I doubt anyone of the students are listening to me right now, so I don't have to give anything <laughs> away with about an hour before it's due. But um, I, I told them this story, and I'll just tell you real quick about like something I heard in college is that I'd never forgotten. 
uh, about the sense of creativity and how memorable things can be about, uh, you know, uh, there was a, a class that was setting up for a final exam and everybody was given those blue books, right? You know, the blue books you get in college and we have them in our school too. And they're all uh, given a task and they have three hours to write their response and just, or actually just submit a response about the, an answer to the question. And it was a question was, what is courage? So they write their name, they write the teacher's name, they write the date, they, they open up the book, courage is, and they all start writing. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, professors just get three hours, take more blue books if you want, you know, take your time. And it's about 25% of their grade. One student just writes down his name, he writes down the date, he writes down the class period, takes the book, takes a deep breath, walks up to the teacher, drops it on his desk and walks out of the room. And I go, what do you think he got? They're like an A. I said, yep, you got an A. I said, I'll show you courage. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm going to show you. And I said, just imagine that, that you're a student in that class, mm -hmm. right? Going, and the thought process has to be, there is nothing I can write that is better than what that kid just did. Yep. And the mm -hmm. kid is out of here in two minutes. Mm -hmm. And I have another two hours and 58 minutes to write an essay about what is courage. And and I can't even do what he just did because that's not courage anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. So I just said, you know, giving them this assignment and then telling them that story is to say, don't talk to people about what you're going to do. Just because if other people do what you're doing, it no longer is creative. Just show who you are, your creativity, your imagination. It could be pictures. It I mean, could it, be could be, it could be songs. It could be, it could be, you know, a, an artistic drawing that they make. It could be a, an interpretive dance. It could be anything really. Yeah. It could be a slideshow. It could be uh, somebody else talking about them, you know, like, like, oh, this is my son is so-and-so. This is who he is. It could be anything, right? Yeah. So I'm really interested to see what they come up with. Just like you, you were, you know, fascinated to see the no, response. No, now, now I'm jealous because I'm like uh. that. That is a fantastic, you know, what a, a menagerie of stuff that you're going to be able to get out of a question like that. Yeah, and it really gets them. It it tips that first domino, doesn't it? And who am I? Yeah, and I, and I just I want them to think not only about who they are, but how they can express it in their own unique way, mm -hmm. because so often honor students, especially, are, are you know, kind of wired to do what they're told. This is what I want you to do. Here's the model because they're so fixated on how do I get the A? Show yeah. me how to get the mm -hmm. A. Can you give me an example? Because I'm going to do the exact same thing you told me to do because I know that's going to work. Yeah. As opposed to kind of showing their sense of creativity and who they are and what they can bring to the table. Because I said, art, you know, English, which is the subject I'm teaching, is an art form. It's not a science. There's not one way to get there there there's a million ways mm -hmm. to do something right yeah and, and i want you to see that because that's a great way to kind of get things started about you know don't shy away from your opinion your interpretation of things just like you know try to figure out that there's multiple answers sometimes and they can be valid see and that and that that i'm i'm also jealous of uh not being an English teacher because <laughs> the stuff that you're going to be able to yeah. reel out of them is going to be amazing. Um, I, I can only top that maybe by asking them to uh, express that who they are with uh, interpretive dance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a very small room. It's going to be very impressive to see who does it. Well, I'll be curious to see what your results are. Uh, I'm also curious to to see how many students, how many young people or middle-aged people or guys my age would say, I don't know who I am, mm -hmm. you know, and, and how they express that and how they express uh, what their 
up against as far as identity and that uncertainty. And I wonder how many will be candid enough to say, I don't even know where to begin. Yeah, you know, that's the word, and that that's that's a genuine answer yeah. too. No, like, I know, like and, and that's what I want to see. I'm expecting some of them to say, "I can't explain who I am in a hundred words," and that's okay, and that's the way they're thinking at the time, and that's fine. But it's also going to be interesting with with a hundred word limit if they choose to write. What are they going to put in? What are they going to take out? Right. Like, mm-hmm. and what do they put first? Am I a son? Am I a student? Am I a, a, a baker? Am I a, you know what are how do they identify? Like, what are the important things to them? Like. Adults might say, I'm a, I'm a father, I'm a teacher. They might use their profession, their relationship. They could use so many different things to define who they are. And it's just kind of interesting to see how they would prioritize that. You know what's great about an assignment like that, too, is that there's no need or there's no no possibility even of copying off of someone right. else. Mm-hmm. You're not calling your yeah. buddy and saying, look, what did you write down? Yeah. Who are you? So yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm you, too. I do have two yeah. identical twins, though. So yeah. they really? could be you really? That's going to be interesting. In the, in the same exact class. Yeah, I, I said. Have, how, how I said. How am I going to tell you apart? She's like, we have different color glasses. I'm like, man, that's nuanced. Like, that's, <laughs> it's, it's like brown and dark brown. I'm like, it's helpful. <laughs> but some weeks ago, Dave, you you actually said uh, you were talking about either you or Dan, but you you were talking about um, students being engrossed all the time. Like, there's no letting go of yeah. this. There's no break. Every mm-hmm. moment, I actually think. It's the the knowledge is there for anyone to know themselves. I think that step is is understandable, but it's taking the time out to sit and just think and just be and just, you know, mm-hmm. sit in a mm-hmm. bit of solace and kind of find yourself. I think the hard part is to start is to stop all of this sure. and to start that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I started Segway. <laughs> I started this morning. I got up at four and I, I couldn't start until five, but I did an, uh, an hour's meditation. And so it just felt so good just to. And it's almost like I felt a serum of some sort running through my brain as mm-hmm. I, I'm like, oh, there you go. <laughs> and, it, and it was just bliss just to kind of let go. And, um, you know, I I haven't done it for a couple of months, but you literally feel like different parts of your brain just going, it's just like calming down, another part calming down. And uh, yeah, it's literally, I can only imagine that that's what, you know, doing something uh, Mm -hmm. illegal is like. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, it's a very good, when you do, when you do meditation for long enough, it's, uh, it's it's literally an off switch and whoever you forget whoever you are and you're just kind of uh uh and not that we have to segue <laughs> segueing no i think i think segueing back sure. yeah no i think it's if we get i think we should talk about like work-life balance but go back to that idea a question i would have and i think other people would have is like how you're talking about waking up at four in the morning right mm-hmm. how do you bring yourself to wake up to meditate and combat the tiredness i guess you could say it's it's when you do it and you do it right and for years i was doing it wrong because i didn't know there was any any other way for me i was told just to sit you know i used to go to a meditation class years ago when i was single and um it was brilliant every thursday every other thursday i would go and I would call myself a meditator, but it's like every other Thursday and I struggled for 20 minutes, mm-hmm. didn't know what I was doing. Occasionally I'd give 
<laughs> like one of yeah, those, yeah, yeah. or just very loosely kind of like look outside so playing the game. <laughs> but um, but that type of meditation, sitting there in the sun, I can do that now. Uh, but it's very much like uh, for me. Uh, I'm not religious in any way, in any way but we recognize, uh, you know, Christmas and Christmas morning. It's very much like a Thanksgiving or a Christmas morning. I can't wait to get up and do it mm. because of what I feel like when I'm in it. Right. And how it makes me, um, you're tapping into something. And it's been through that that's actually made me a lot more, dare I say it, spiritual in all the ways that that might mean. So, um, yeah, I've I've had truly mystical, like weird stuff, different show type of uh, uh, conversations. Just one of them is I listen to a a guy. I also make my own, but I I listen to a guy and he kind of walks walks you through uh, these uh, scenarios and relaxes certain parts of your body. But towards the end, it's a it's a, a case that just I, I hate to use certain words because then you're kind of painted as this, that and the other. But you're asking the universe for a sign that, you know, things are going smoothly or mm-hmm. as they should, even if they're not going well, you know, they're going as they should, you know, um, and the number of times that literally like miracles have happened and it i i was expecting that miracle and sure enough it, it happened but anyway too deep but i i kept a big list <laughs> no, i, I kept that i kept a, i kept a very big list of uh, all those weird a, a cool one right and again all of this could be could be written down to coincidence and depending on your beliefs yeah absolutely a mm. coincidence it doesn't matter. But that's why my life is magic. Because when I look at certain things, I'm like, it's not a coincidence. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's you know, magic. So um, Thanksgiving, I finish a meditation in the morning. I had a great meditation, big old grin on my face. And, uh, you know, the only thing that was missing was a tree and a big hug. And uh, <laughs> I, I go outside and I see these two massive... Uh, what are they? They're uh, like turkey vultures, huge things. They're like dogs sitting on top of gar- garbage cans around here. And they're just two. And I'm looking out and it's a brisk day. I got a sweater on, you know, cause you're just dressing up to stay warm. I look up, I see these things. This is for effect now because this is getting real. <laughs> so I look up and I see the birds flying and I'm just there and I'm still in this space. Right. And I'm just looking, I'm looking at them and I'm an animal lover and I'm just looking up and going, wow, look at you. You're beautiful. Look at you. Thank you. And they were like gliding and, mm-hmm. you know, and you just say thank you. Two of them, I get in my, my car, turn the, tr- the car around. 20 seconds later, I get chills thinking about it now. 20, 15 seconds later, 20 seconds later, there's no way to explain it. The whole sky, as far as I could see, was filled with hundreds and hundreds of these birds at, within 15 seconds. Wow. So, yeah, we're surrounded by hills and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But for me, that little, this is a different podcast altogether right now. <laughs> but, but, and I was like, oh, oh, and I, I told my wife, I'm like, look, 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 look. 
I just said thank you, and they're saying thank you back. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it for for me when it happened. I just truly got a sense that that was their response, and they were saying thank you in turn. As crazy as that sounds, yeah. But I don't need to justify that. Right, to yeah, exactly. I don't care that yeah, anyone it might. Matter, think, right? Yeah, it's just coincidence. Mm -hmm. That's fine as well. But you know, for me inside, I feel like I know better. But that's just one incidence that that's happened just through through meditation but just the fact that as you recall the story you still say you get the chills like i think oh, that's great i think yeah. that that's one of those things that we should all be so lucky to have moments like that regardless of what it is and that's something that you didn't pay for no right you, you didn't have to do anything so often i think people get caught up in the the expense of things i have to spend a lot to be mm -hmm. able to have these moments where i'll have the chills but it's like the simplicity of it and that's where the beauty comes from, and I think yeah. that's important. So, so keeping on the idea of um, of work life balance, how, you can kind of continue, Andrew, with where, what are your kind of ideas that go with that, and then we'll go, Alima, you can pick up from there. Look, I mean, for me, it's it's uh, I got a bunch of physical stuff going wrong for years, you know, diabetes, high blood pressure, all that stuff, and usually the summertime for me is a time for all right. You know, you've been enjoying yourself for a while. Let's kind of cut back and and uh, just be more strict. Let's start going out for a walk. Let's start working out, you know, um, again. But um, this summer kind of escaped me and I find myself now back at school not having looked after myself. And if I have another year like I had last year, I'm going to end up in a very bad place. So now I find myself back at school realizing that I need to... Be careful with what I eat, what I drink, making sure I get my exercise, making sure that, you know, that mental taking care of myself each morning. That for me, that's the biggest one. That's paramount. That undoes so much the blood pressure, uh, even blood sugar uh, a little bit. But um, I'm on all the the uh, supplements that you can you can think of. You know, I know my stuff. I've done a lot of research. Um and knowing your limits as well. But the, the key thing for me, the meditation and uh, my, my, my good old uh, supervisor, not old, but my, I, I, I love uh, Mark Kikase. He was, he was a good supervisor for me. And, uh, and I, I love our present supervisor as well. He's, he's solid, but um, yeah, Mark would say, look, nothing ruffles your feathers, you know, and I just be sat back and kind of, you know, I deal with it. And, but that was because back then I was meditating every single day. Um, and, and that's it for me. Another thing is the, the building, the creating, you know, all this stuff. As long as I can get this in as well. Yeah. I love teaching what I teach because as I told my students today, I teach what I play with. I play with this stuff when I'm not in class. Yeah. This is, this is a passion. And uh, even today, I had a star. I was showing just a few things. I'm blowing my horn right now. Stay tuned. <laughs> Hold on to your chairs, everyone. <laughs> this uh, one of the one of the seniors looked up and said, "Wow, Mr. Jones, you're the coolest person I've ever met." And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, thank you very much, hon." Someone just said, <laughs> "Like say that one more time into this microphone." <laughs> Let me put on the. Uh, where is it? There we go. Oh no! Anyway, it's not working. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, oh, that's why. There we go. The effects. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's just you know you know what it it is the moments like that when you get appreciated 
for what you what you bring to it. It also helps when you get someone. <laughs> Dan walked by the other day. He came in. He said, uh, "Excuse me, kids." He said, uh, "On the way home, buy a lottery ticket." He said, "Because with Mister Jones, you just hit the jackpot." And <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it really is true. I mean, it really is true. I think you sometimes have to point out to uh, people when things are a lot better than they normally are. You, know, mm -hmm. you could have gotten anybody as a teacher, and uh, that's a lucky day for kids. No, I'll tell you, it, um, th that, that meant a lot for me as well, just you know, having someone kind of come in and just a goofy little validation, you know. Uh, but the reality is some teachers don't get that type of stuff. So mm -hmm. I also understand where it's, uh, where it's coming from. But uh, yeah, it just stuff like that, and even I loved your announcement this morning over the uh, the, the, the you know um, what was it eight o'clock was it eight ten yeah eight ten just, eight, eight, <laughs> just uh, when you're saying look if you want to give a teacher or a student a shout out I thought that was epic and you took things into your hands yeah. because quite a while ago it was asked what would you uh, what would be a good thing to introduce to the school to kind of help lift people's spirits yeah, yeah. and mm -hmm. give acknowledgement. And one of the things that my wife, where she works, Benjamin Moore, is they will have exactly that. They'll send out, um, they'll send out uh, a congratulations or a shout out. And it's, it's, it's company wide, like 500 people get this email and it's just want to say what a great job, you know, Deanne Finnamore Jones is doing. She's gone above and beyond. She's never have to be asked to do and uh, stay and do overtime, but she, she does what she needs to do. And, uh, you know, there's so many teachers that deserve that shout out. Um, you know, you might get an email that looks like it's coming from me about Mr. Jones is quite a nice teacher. No, from but, anonymous. Yeah, anonymous. <laughs> oh. Artistic really, Brit. I can't hear your announcements in my office. No? I don't have a speaker, Get so I can't hear you. I'm gonna have to go make sure that I'm in the hallway. I can't hear that. from where I say I'm now, so I have to ask them, do you hear any of that? Because <laughs> I'm in a room now. No, it doesn't have the speaker being broadcast. Uh, like, is anyone hearing well, this? No. But yeah. I did. I actually thought of that uh, yesterday to say that because I said I, I've been thinking that for a while. Like, what else to raise morale? Because that's always a constant battle in, in any school, really, um, especially during the pandemic and with students coming back and teachers. And, you know, but I, I just said, you know, if I have 178 more days to, to do announcements, I could fit in a bunch of these things real quick. Uh, mm -hmm. And I have no problem doing that. Um, and, and again, it, it, like you said, it, it, it's quick, but it'll make that person's day. It'll oh. be topic of conversation. It could be broader. It does. It's such a simple thing. That I that I you know I could do for other people, but I don't want to be like the only because I don't know everybody. Mm -hmm. We have so many right. staff members, but you know they could just email me or put it into something, and and that was just something I'm just doing. Like it, there was not many announcements at the beginning of the school year, so I'm just putting that in there. But no, that's that's solid, and uh, I I think that's a a, a fantastic way because look, there's a lot of teachers that are uh, prideful and they don't want the acknowledgement but i'll tell you what if you said something they'd be chuffed you know they'd yeah. be real happy with it so yeah. uh, also i think it's good for the community our community of students to know that there are teachers that have a lot of goodwill towards each other mm -hmm. respect uh, a camaraderie i used to always love it when one of my colleagues came into my class it was i never saw it as a, a, you know an interruption it was always a little uh, a chance to um, have a little fun, 
you know, yeah. a few laughs. Yeah. Oh, if you ever get this guy, yeah. oh, <laughs> my God. No, I, you I really love it. You, know. you would come into my class you know. last year and you talk to my students, yeah. and they love that. They're, they're just like, that guy's a character. And and it, it makes us human. Yes, and even, I think so. And even Bobby D, God rest his soul, I, I love the man. He would come in and he would be dancing or singing mm -hmm. and he'd be like, what is this guy teaching you? And they wouldn't know how to take him because they have, he's a senior teacher. So he comes into my junior, he's like, is this guy teaching you anything in here? And they're like, uh, like, and he just like, I'm messing with you. Like, and when I would walk into his class, he'd have his class like mockingly clap. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like embarrassing. You're kind of like, thank you. But like, I know you're mocking me. No, it's, it's great to have another teacher come in and almost, I, I know when I do, I, I, I go in almost to testify like, this guy, this guy, yeah. This this girl, you you got the right one. Yeah, do yourself a favor, you That's know. It. Really, That's yeah. it. That's it. And, and the first couple of days, I know we're kind of getting a little bit off topic, but the first first couple of days for all my classes, I have uh, uh, a digital media class first period, and then sophomores uh, graphic design, and then in the afternoons I have my my seniors graphic design. Um, but uh, all of them is kind of laying down that foundation of oh, this is this is where you can take things. It's just exciting them. It's connecting the dots, showing them, look, this is what you're going to be able to do with this knowledge that I'm going to give to you. It doesn't matter if you hate this subject. Mm -hmm. Look at the cool stuff. So connecting the dots, showing them. Uh, today I was showing them the uh, illuminated like behind me, I got an, an illuminated <laughs> sign. I had half the class come up to me, Mr. Jones, are we going to make an illuminated sign? They want to do it. But I told them, I said, how many in your area are making signs for like local stores? Uh, I said, here's one. I said, make these signs for the rear of a car. I said, imagine like how like the rear window, of, imagine how cool that would look. Um, but just kind of sparking ideas. So I threw out three or four things that we're going to do and, you know they're they're fired up and that's that's what yeah. i wanted but what do you do dan for like if you if you're trying to chill if you're trying to handle the pressures you're in a you're in a high pressure position right now potentially right you know what yeah. do you envision yourself what did you do in the past and I, it, how might that change for me it's always uh every morning i i have put like kind of a bulleted list even if i don't write it down i need to know that i got to get this that and the other thing done but Part of this, that, and the other thing is not just work. I have to have something else to say that I'm better than I was yesterday. And mm. I've been teaching myself Italian. Uh, mm. Don't quiz me. But um, <laughs> no, in, 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 I think of myself, or you know, I, I know Alima goes to the gym all the time, and sometimes it is the gym. It's, it's this idea that I need to know that however the day goes, whether it's going to be a good day or a bad day, I need to be able to be assured that I'm going to have something else, something else that I'm interested in. There's something else that's going to be, be a little bit better, uh, even just for myself, than I was yesterday. I know a little bit more of this language, or I got a little bit more exercise in, or maybe I go for a run and it's a little bit better than I normally do. Uh, just something to look forward to. And I think you have to have, we talk about that life balance. You have to have that... Uh, you know, something else that you're interested yeah. in. Just as yeah. a, um, almost like an insurance policy for the day. Yeah. You know, so if things go really poorly at work, if there's an issue at work. It's nice to have a passion. Maybe if you do have a passion outside that mm -hmm. helps to offset the balance. And, and I think that's one of the things that a lot of students don't realize. I, I, 
used to drive me nuts. It used to drive me crazy when, like for instance, uh, I would ask students to draw something. Okay, I would like you to draw something, and I hear the answer, I can't draw. Mm -hmm. No, no, everybody can draw. <laughs> if you can hold a pencil, you can draw. You know, you might not draw the way you'd like to draw. Right. You know, you might not be as good as you, maybe the person next to you, but that, does it matter? Yeah. You know what I mean? Does it, does it matter? You, you draw for yourself and you're hoping the next drawing will be a little bit better than that one was. And it's all about just honing your own skills yeah. and, uh, you know, finding something else you can get involved in. I think that, uh, in fact, I know I read this, uh, people that are bored or people that don't have any goals. Mm -hmm. You're not working on anything. You're not working on something. And uh, you need something to be working on, to be looking forward to. And, it's, and if it's not school, if it's not work, you got to have something. I think it's good, though, to go through periods of boredom because ultimately that boredom kind of builds up. It's like, All right, I got to do something. And it kind of, you know, and then you're over the edge and you're off to do something new. It could go the other way, though. Like yeah. the boredom leads to you just digging yourself into a hole because you're like, Ooh. what else is there to do? Yeah. And I think that that happens a lot, um, even with like students. It's like they're, they don't know what else they can do for themselves. They're out of ideas of things that they can get into or try that's new mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. um, but. Mm -hmm. It could also be when they're just, you know, perusing the internet because they're bored. And then they just fill the time. And then when they talk to their peers and they're doing the same thing, they just think that's normal. Like yeah. that this is just what we you do. Mean it's, it's okay to spend this uh, a certain amount of time being bored. You're bored. You're bored. You're bored. But they don't I'm look bored, at it as bored. being quote unquote bored. Like they are bored, but they're almost trying to convince themselves that they're not because they're acting like they're doing something productive because they're actually doing something like scrolling through their phone. But oh. it's not. Right. productive there's yeah. no point of it, it just, back to what it's just saying. almost like i'm i'm scratching an itch but it's like what did you just do what was the purpose so of you're that? not you're not any better at anything right, right. than you were yeah. the day before right right that's well, my you're, point they're you're just, just as good at they're just going through instagram yeah they're, as you they're were in the hamster wheel they're just or in the tomorrow, hamster wheel yeah, or a yeah. week from tomorrow yeah yeah I, I think you're making a great point i think that's a big part of it you have to have a sense of um even the smallest accomplishment. I mean, I see you with the, the woodworking and the crafts and all the stuff you're always working on. Uh, there's got to be a tremendous uh, amount of satisfaction there. There is. I mean, I I think I think growing up, it, it's been it, probably a lot of our lives are the way they are because it's been modeled for us by those before us. So, you know, mm -hmm. my dad, uh, my mum's dad, uh, you know, I've, these are individuals that I would watch, build, or make anything and everything. So what do you do if you you come from a, a background where you didn't have people like that modeling those things for you? What, what would be your advice for somebody who says, yeah, well, my, my dad never did that, or my mom never got involved in that, or never encouraged me to, yeah. well, you know, do the arts and crafts thing or be creative? I think... I think that um, one of the best things you can do, and there's a guy that uh, I follow who's called uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, mm -hmm. right? Some people have kind of pulled some punches w with him over the years, just saying, you know, he's not all that. He does like to, s to swear quite a bit. Um, <laughs> so it's not something that I can play in class that often. Mm -hmm. uh, towards the end of the year, you know, I might say, who... If no, I want to play you a video. If you're not okay with a lot of swearing, 
but I said there's some very important messages in this stuff. So I just want to, you know, you're all awed enough, but if you'd rather me not play it, I'm totally fine. I'll just send out the link. Mm -hmm. And uh, invariably, they, they all end up watching it. But it, 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 I've taken that advice now to be the advice that I give all my kids, and then I add my little flavor to it. But, uh, you know, with uh, other ideas and what have you but one of the questions i had in here is what what are you going to do what do i do if i don't know what it is i want to do and am i going to be able to get into this line of work if i've never even done this line of work up till now and um vaynerchuk would say you're young up until you're like early 40s so i would strongly recommend you doing anything and everything that you feel it might you know check off that check off a box in some way uh and see if you like it and at least if just do as much as you mm -hmm. can and uh you know eventually you're going to find a, a a bunch of things i also think that you know, back to that old kind of fate and uh, woo woo stuff. Um, I I think that all of that at some point kicks in, and you end up where you need to be. You know, be it for yourself or someone else. But then it kind of you, you you end up being there for yourself anyway, and you you, you grow. And even the tough times in life, um, I it's all there for a purpose. And someone said, you know does does life get any easier and uh i said kind of i mean life <laughs> life life potentially you could definitely look at it and say life gets much harder but what happens is we all get a lot more able to handle those moments and keep them in perspective and roll with the blows and and lean into the curves and you know mm -hmm. and just uh we we handle it much better to a point that even though they are much harder than we would calculate them to be at the age of 16 we we look at it at the you know 45 55 56 and uh, <laughs> almost 57 i'll give you my address to send the cards and uh, <laughs> um yeah, you know, it, it's just we end up handling all those big life situations. And in retrospect, we look back and we're like, what was I even worried about in the first place? But I think having a good, uh, watch this, having a good way to uh, uh, take care of those stresses and, uh, you know, deal with the, the things that come at us each day. Dave. Um, <laughs> I want to hear from yeah. Aleem. I want to hear what Aleem's okay. schedule is. Yeah. No, you know what? I've actually been struggling a little bit with this uh, work-life balance mm -hmm. thing now that I'm a with mom. With a baby, yeah. right? Now sure. that I'm a mom, I'm like, wait, where do I fit in? Right. Who am I? Going mm -hmm. back to that mm -hmm. whole identity thing. I was used to just being, you know, a coach and yeah. a wife, but now I'm like, well, even I'm as a, a mom. Couple, I mean, after you have a baby, as a couple, do you, do you guys just say, like, what did we do with all of our time when we didn't have a baby? I mean, uh, I mean, all this time we're spending with the baby. Like, what else did we do? It's exactly it. And today was the first time that we took him to daycare. Mm -hmm. um, oh. All the feels. I had all the yeah, feels this morning. A, but it was yeah. like, again, I didn't go to the gym this morning, which is normally my thing. Because mm -hmm. I was like, I need to make sure we have enough time yeah. together before I take him to daycare, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> so usually my outlet is going to the gym. I like to write a little bit, listen to music. 
um, and even like test up on some clinical stuff. I like to read a lot about what's going on with like LGBTQ youth Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. just to help like our kids because that's really important to them. Uh, And just staying on top of that stuff. That's usually what I do just to like unwind. Um, and then spending time with my mom when she comes up, that's usually something else oh, that's that uh, terrific, yeah. really helps out. Yeah, look, and, and because of that, I, I, I really appreciate this is, I can't even imagine that through all of that as well. And then it's like, well, I've got to go out and do this podcast you know <laughs> in the middle of it all so uh yeah you're wearing a lot of hats right now so i appreciate you being here happy to be here though yeah no. if you have to bring leo here i'm sure we've got a yeah. spot you would really love him, yeah, but, give him but a he's, in, on the he's couch. in bed <laughs> <laughs> so what about you dave well I, I think the key is is having like a schedule i think as, as you said Daniel, you, you have to i think that's why a lot of people are like excited to be back at school mm-hmm. students and teachers included many of them just because it's it's the routine you wake up at the same the same time you could do the same thing and for me i just find that i'll wake up at six i'll get to school by seven and, and i go through the whole school day and, and i'll just have my routine and i make sure my routine is productive Mm-hmm. To get to your point, Dan, about like I'm better today than I was or I'm as prepared. I'm the best teacher I could have been today and things like that. So, you know, I'll go through my schedule. I'll go through my classes. I have one period that I use as one of my breaks where I just, you know, Veg. talk. Yeah, well, I just talk. No, I just talk with, with a, a friend of mine at school mm-hmm. and we just talk about whatever. And it's it, it could be complaining. It could be sports. It could be whatever. But we're not doing any work. Yeah. So it's literally just 40 minutes of just fun, laughing, complaining, whatever. But it's just a decompression. Mm-hmm. And then I'm back to work. I'm doing everything I can. I get the work done during my other uh, other prep times. I'm thinking about lessons for the next day, whatever. I, I get home today. I was able to pick up my daughter from her first day of, of uh, first grade, which was great. You know, getting to see where her classroom was. She ran Slurpee. out and everything. Took her to go get a Slurpee because oh. we, we always oh, get nice Slurpees. Treat. And yeah. I love Slurpees. <laughs> you know, Slurpees. So we went to go get a Slurpee. Ran into one of my old uh, former students who I had like 18, like 17 years ago. Wow. And I was like so mm-hmm. happy to see him. I gave him a big hug. We were talking for a bit. But um, that's not going to be every day. But <laughs> but the point is that, you know, then I spend time with my kids and then I'll have dinner, talk to my wife. And then at night, my wife and I will watch TV together. We'll find shows to watch. Um, I'll always, around the time my kids go uh, to, to get ready for bed, I'll, I'll do like a, an hour, 45 minutes or so on the exercise bike for a little bit. That's like my time mm-hmm. to like, watch something on TV while I'm exercising a little bit. I go like one mile per hour because I'm just watching yeah. TV. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I, I swear, anyway, just because I'm not eating. I'm not eating. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going pretty slow. I mean, I'm not, I'm, no one's yelling at me. Like, you know, this. I don't have one of those bikes, you know. A Peloton, Peloton commercial. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's going, come on, man. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm just watching the Yankees lose again. Uh-huh. Um, but just the idea of, of that routine and then soon I'll have my basement done where I could work out down there and my kids can be playing down there. So it's all about creating a routine is for me and that it has a mixture of being the best teacher, being the best father I can be, being the best husband I can be, spending time in all these areas, but not to the point where I feel like any one of those areas is being neglected. Mm-hmm. And as long as I'm able to do that, and I schedule them in, really, kind of in a way. Like, I, I know that that fifth period every day I'm hanging out. Mm-hmm. And I know that when I get home, it's time with my kids. And I know it 
at nine o'clock, uh, I'm going to watch some TV with my wife. Like that, yeah. having that set time and then falling asleep and then doing it over again, I'm happy with that day. Like I'm good. As much as mm-hmm. you might say that gets boring or repetitive or whatever, I'm good with that. And then the weekends can be different and I can sleep a little more, spend more time with my kids and less time work. But just the concept of saying when people go, I'm so stressed out because I'm, you got to find a way. And like, I, I cut out coaching when I had kids because I was like, I, I can't add another hat. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, if I have to make a choice, it's got to be my kids. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to have any regrets about mm-hmm. that. So it's more of the idea of just saying to yourself, what am I passionate about? What do I really enjoy? Who do I want to be getting to the identity question? And then fitting it into your schedule, doing it, yeah. just actually dedicating yourself to mm-hmm. doing it and, and, and surrounding yourself with people who will enable you to do it you know you have a wife that that you know helps and supports what you're doing we we're all have spouses who help us and and support us in in our endeavors and our interests and in what when we speak i need an hour on the bike is that okay my wife always yeah mm-hmm. that's fine I'll, I'll i'll get them set up and then i'll go read to them whatever but like you have to have that yeah. and if you don't you have to try to work towards it but it's funny though even though i i'm I, you know, I don't know each of your situations, but just if I was to, I'm pretty sure that if we were to turn the tables, they could also say that we support them just as much, you know, and I know like my wife would, would say that she does say it all the time. Um, and you know, we're very grateful for each other, but what's, what's funny is what I like about the dynamic uh, of all of us at the table is that you know there's me talking about you know all these weird woo woo things and and what have you and uh my wife's biggest issue right now and she's really felt out of sorts with just going back to work and new schedule is the schedule it's the routine and she's brought Mm -hmm. that up over and over again and that is you know getting down to brass tacks that is the one thing I can tell you what my routine is throughout the day. Just like you, I have those, I have that time where I'll go and hang out and, and, mm-hmm. and talk and discuss a few things. Um, it might be planning about the week ahead or, right. or, or what have you. But uh, when I come home, we, you know, we, we got our own time to do things and then we sit down and we'll watch a, a couple of goofy shows. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, recently we've just started watching uh, Instagram reels for the 20 minutes before bed because. <laughs> We're dying with laughter, you (laughs) know, and it just uh, so really we don't care as long as we're together, but that's that's our routine, you know. So, uh, but yeah, I'm like, damn it, he hit a nail on the head again. But I think, but I think that's part of it is to say nobody can tell you how you should be spending your time and what you should Mm -hmm. and shouldn't be doing. Like I always, my my friends and I, and I'm I'm very close friends with my high school friends still. You know, we graduated in 2000, but we go on trips almost annually, and our kids hang out sometimes and things like that. But you know, we go to different places for like three, four days. Like we went to Chicago this summer, but. That for me, if we set up a, a, a trip next summer, let's say, or next May or whatever it is for a couple of days, I'll look forward to that. Like you said, nothing's better when you're looking for like Willie Loman style. Like nothing, <laughs> yes. nothing makes me happier when looking forward to it. Same thing with my family. We're going mm-hmm. somewhere. We're going to we're going to set up a trip. We're going to go here. We're going to go there. So you, you dangle that carrot in, in the in the mm-hmm. long term. 
I love that, carrots. That's something that you're going to cut. Good for your sight. I'm losing mine. But, you know, you dangle that, that carrot in the long-term periphery, and mm -hmm. then you have the ones that are the short-term that I that I have. Like, I'm, I'm taking my son to go to a car show this weekend. I know he's going to be tired if he loves it. Like, mm -hmm. so, he's a, are you okay? Yeah. I'm all right. Do you have There's a problem no water. with a car show? I'm all right. You didn't ask me to go. I'm very <laughs> But just the idea that, like, you have those little things in between – that you go, I'm really looking forward to this. So scheduling things, and I know it, it, it is about some people don't want to be so regimented yeah. with their mm -hmm. life and they want to be more spontaneous. And you, of course you can still be spontaneous, but having something that you could look at and say, I'm, because too often I feel people just get stuck in a routine where they're not doing things that they want to do and they keep putting things off that they want to do mm -hmm. as if I don't have time for it or I can't get to that. I, I really want to have more time to paint, but I don't have any time to do it. You have to make time if it's that important. But some of us also, you know, I've done it on occasion, but I also see it in others. We wear that as a badge of we're half complaining, being a martyr, you yeah. know, and look after yourself. Look after yourself. You know, it's it, we got to take that time. Right. Yeah. Well, I get back to the whole self-reflection. It's kind of like. Uh, I think what I was getting at uh, earlier was uh, you, you have to take regular inventory of yourself and, and uh, even if it's just a couple of minutes, you know, mm -hmm. inventory of your day, inventory of, uh, it was funny because before I thought when you said you uh, you can't neglect things, I thought you were going to follow that up with, you also can't overdo any part of your life. Yeah. You know, I got mm -hmm. a buddy of mine uh, who's a very successful chef and I regret to say that um he got to a point where he just got too deep into the whole business, mm -hmm. into the responsibilities and the pursuit of making the business bigger and better. And, uh, you know, like maybe maybe that's where your partner has to kind of help manage right. you and say, you got to call time out here. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 And it's so, which is another brilliant aspect of all of this is just make sure you're being, you're, you surround yourself with the right people. Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes that means I do, uh, I step away from certain people during the day. I, mm. I, I don't dislike them. It's just, you know, they're, uh, they're literally their vibe, their energy just kind of drives you nuts a little bit. And it just, you just gotta, you just gotta, you know, set that uh, distance. Look, is it's, it's, a normal school year is tough enough, let alone join. Everyone's back. Everyone's kind of freaking out. I'm even freaking out a little bit. And you do, right? Everyone, you were, we're back. I don't want to, you know, uh, get sick or, or what have you. There, I said it. Great. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's uh, it's not something I worry about all the time. But my, my when you get a student that kind of leaves, going down to the nurse and you're going oh why are they going down to they were sat like six feet away <laughs> you know uh, yeah. it's a whole new world that we're dealing mm -hmm. with so uh look um it, it's i think all we can do is just uh to help others around us is just to be uh, a, a, a bright as light as possible to be bright and cheery and um do you know what they found and this is i don't know if this is going to be a, a cap on the whole subject but there was a survey, not a survey, uh, some sort of uh, study that was out. And they found one of the biggest contributing factors to a neg negative outcome of COVID is the pers person's uh, pessimistic or optimistic outlook on life. Mm -hmm. 
that was the biggest contributing factor, possibly bigger than being overweight, uh, you know, diabetes and some of that stuff. Attitude, number one. That's crazy, isn't it? It's believable, though. It really is. Uh, I, I, you know, uh, if you've uh, ever read... I read a book and now I have to tell everybody about it. <laughs> that, 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 that'd be... <laughs> um, no, you did that, but like the camera's <laughs> on you and people go, in the comments, people are going to be saying, oh yeah, he said... I know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, Man's Search, uh, Victor Franklin's Man's Search for Meaning. And uh, one of the, my big takeaways uh, from that was um, he explained that uh, you know, in the concentration camp, that the people who had just... You, you could tell who was going to die next. It was the, the people who had just given up, who had just, you know, given up all hope uh, emotionally. They just went downhill yeah. uh, physically. And I, I got to believe that uh, that still applies to humans in, in other situations. And, yeah. and maybe in the COVID situation, if you've got a, a negative outlook on life and uh, mm -hmm. you're, you're all doom and gloom, it, I, don't, I don't think it's a good thing for you uh, yeah. physically. I think yeah. that goes back to our kids right now, being in school and being back and being in the mix of things and needing them to understand that being here and being together is a good thing. Yeah. I don't know how many times mm -hmm. I've said that so far this week. Like being here is a good thing, even though you don't feel that way because you're not used to being here. But step out of your comfort zone and enjoy being in the presence of other people, which is something that you've been lacking, yeah. you know, so... Hopefully what do you tell them as far as like because i i've had students this week who've written not said but they've written down that they want to be more outgoing and assertive and do you have any advice like what would you say from your perspective on how they can do that like a student as far as being a student in school right now yeah. being outgoing yeah like how to take how to in the beginning of the year get them out of that 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 typical behavior of just being shy and reserved in class because they do like a lot of them say, I want to be talkative. I want to be a participant, but my nature is to be shy and reserved. And it, this is going to sound awful. I sound like a Nike commercial. Just do it. <laughs> right. But no, seriously, like they, and I've, I've had that conversation with people. Somebody came and they were like, Oh, I'm in this AP class. I can't take this AP class. I was just there. I didn't know any of the answers from the first day. And I'm like, mm -hmm. it's the first yeah. day. You'll be okay. Second day she comes, first thing in the morning, she's like, I really don't want to go to this class. I'm like, why? I have a, I have a quiz today. I'm like, how about you go take the quiz and then you come talk to me, you know, tomorrow. She emails me. She goes, I got a 20 out of a 20. I think I want to stay in this class. Right? So again, just thinking about like getting them to accept the same thing. I'm going to be better tomorrow. Like I need to get through today. What can I do to be better for tomorrow? Even if it's just raising your hand, telling yourself you need to raise your hand once in every class yeah try to respond to take a risk. something once every day yeah. in mm -hmm. every class sure. and give some type of feedback or input because that'll just get you going it'll make you talk to more people yeah. see now you got me thinking that's gonna be your t-shirt yeah. yeah. because i normally don't think but you got me thinking <laughs> um, no it's uh I, I guess we it's, it's probably wise to have short-term and long-term goals, and I think that it's, you got to be careful if you're a student, and uh, what you were saying the day before about the AP, and I'm thinking college, and I'm thinking med school, and, and you get so hung up on these long-term goals, mm -hmm. right, that you're not, like you were saying, Lima, just dealing with stuff one day at a time, okay? Look, the, the long-term goal is you know long term 
the short-term goal is getting through this quiz. Yeah. And let's let's just deal with that, right? I don't have to talk about uh, medical school just yet. Let's see how the you know the AP yeah. quiz goes. I always tell them that when I use like the weight loss thing. It's like if someone goes, I need to lose fifty pounds. It's like no, just lose one. Right. Right. <laughs> and now that's manageable. Like right. if you have right. it in your mind, you have to lose fifty pounds. You're gonna go. I can't start that. What, what, yeah. How do I start that? But if you say, can you lose one pound by tomorrow or by the end of the week? Yeah, I can do that. Well, how and many? You go, All right, now lose another one. Like it's just if you break it down to manageable mm-hmm. bites, yeah. then it becomes much more. It's it's easier. Like it's just, and we just have to get people in general, and especially our students, to kind of understand it. Because I'm constantly thinking, what do I need to do to get them involved? Do I just call on them? Do I just wait forever until they, you know? How do I? Like I was thinking today about different things to do as far as like if a student got a good grade, have some kind of game where they can be interactive, have it more fun. Like I'm trying to think of ways in the beginning of the year to get them to be more outgoing because then they're more likely to stay on that path as opposed mm-hmm. to get through the first couple of weeks. Three kids are talking yeah. and the other 18 are just sitting there you, saying, oh, I don't have to say anything. I'm good. You know, not for nothing, but uh the um, the software now that you can have on your computer, be it a soundboard or uh, OBS, like I'm running on this, very simple to set up. And you can set up a keyboard so that, and you just set up these random sounds and even software on your on your phone, and it links to your co- computer so that when someone gets the right question, you press it, a fanfare, a little video yeah. pops up. Mm-hmm. You know, because we can still do the stuff on the on the on the screens, yeah. so that the, the students can see it. But I think there's a lot of way to kind of gamify our lessons yeah. and make it a lot more fun so like, that's oh, how like, can i get the kitten that's, like, can we get the dancing kitten one right, but, that, that's, you know? but that's what i that's the kind of pd i would want yeah. you know what i mean like that's the kind of thing i would be interested in because the students sometimes i had the students teach some lessons last year and i said you have to create a lesson for chapter 13 of huck finn you have to teach it to me in a little group of three or whatever it was and they were coming up with brilliant assessments mm-hmm. super creative competitions on websites i'd never seen before mm-hmm. And I'm like, where the heck did you get that from? And I'm yeah. playing along and I'm talking trash. I'm going to beat you. Mm-hmm. I know all these mm-hmm. answers. Like, yeah. it was really engaging. And yeah. I'm like, you're better at teaching than I am. And I've been doing this for years. <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm just like, it's just, that's the kind of stuff that if you could take a step back and if you allow yourself, you know, I want to do that with the morning announcements. Have like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, there's me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, but you can. Um, but I yeah we can talk and uh (laughs) but that's the kind of stuff that does raise morale in the classroom and it does get students involved like it's you know having conversations like this you know Mm -hmm. that that are productive Mm -hmm. and 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 like-minded people and have Mm -hmm. passion towards things and they're at the same interest and end goal of helping the students you know there there could be more of that too and i think that that's like going back to your point andrew about surrounding yourself with the right people Mm -hmm. because again you know if you think about the, the conversation that people are having around you, is it a positive one or is it a negative one? Is it making you feel better to be a participant of it? Is it making you feeling worse? Uh, and again, it's not about not liking the individuals, but just not wanting to be surrounded with that type of energy. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, so you, people are either going to fill you up or deplete you. And when you got a, 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 you're constantly on, you got to be kind of, it helps to be positive and, um, you know, we got this and look, look, this is what we're going to be able to touch on this year. Right. But you also got to put out the fires as and when they happen. And, um, 
yeah, to, to spin on your heels qu quickly and, and handle those situations as and when they happen. But if, if you've got someone that just drains the living mm -hmm. daylights out of you because they're talking about silliness again, you know, uh, yeah. I, I got to confess I, I something. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times I... <laughs> Is that why you left the room no. so quick that day? <laughs> no, no. I've got to confess that I often it will exaggerate my own good mood. Just to tick people off. <laughs> what's he? What's he so happy about? <laughs> Is that when you walked past me the other day? You said, yeah. "Captain," <laughs> the big old grin on your face, Captain. No, I, I mean, I, th I think there are people that find it fairly, uh, for some reason, therapeutic to complain all the time, yeah. to always uh, find fault. Um, it's their thing. It's it's you know they've taken on their, that persona. I guess they they expect that of themselves, and yeah. they expect to come across that way, and that's just. You know, that sort of thing. What Usually. is it? I mean, is it, is it misery loves company, something yeah. like that? Yeah. But I mean, it, it's, it's true, right? I mean, some I and I'm I'm guilty of having done that as well. Um, but one, you know, over the years, one of the biggest pet peeves I've had about myself is, and I know a lot of us have done that, is when you hear yourself complaining, like that individual, like you hate to hear them complain mm -hmm. the way that mm -hmm. now you're, you know, so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, even that alone is, uh, enough self-reflection and, uh, it, it helps you kind of micro adjust yourself over the years to not you be that way. Also, I think it pays to have friends <laughs> and colleagues that will put you in your place. Like you call know, you out. Call yeah. you, exactly. Like, where do you get off? <laughs> you got a good point there. <laughs> I got but, but, it pretty but good. That, but that's also a big part of, of how you're spending your time and who you're spending it with. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of those people who are complaining all the time are surrounded by people who are also complaining all the time. And that's just their relationship. It's, it's oh, my God, my kids again. Oh, you got you. Let me tell you about how bad I have right. it. No, mm -hmm. let me one-up mm -hmm. you by telling you mm -hmm. how bad I have it. And, and, and I think that that's part of it and for me i am going to be that type of person to say shut up or if, if i know them well enough and if i don't i'll just walk away because i don't want to hear it yeah but you know i think that's why it's important to surround yourself with those kind of people within the family or within your friend group that'll just be like listen it's not that serious and and, and because sometimes people can be smart enough to recognize it in themselves to just be self-reflective and be like no nah, i can't that's not important mm -hmm. yeah. but if you don't to, to be the type of person who's willing to accept that type of feedback, though, is important, too. Mm -hmm. Because if you're someone who's just going to be delusional and say, I, I don't have any problems. Right. It's them, not me. It's them, not me. It's them. And then if someone says to you, no, 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 it's you, chill out. No, 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 now you're wrong. I'm cutting you off, too. <laughs> like, Because you know there's people like that who will just bulldoze you and say, no, it's my way or, or we're not going to have a conversation. So you just kind of have to feel out the person and whether they're receptive to it. But true growth would come from someone who's receptive to the feedback especially yeah. from ones who know them best and care about them that's why i'm so silly a lot of the time to be honest it's mm. just it's an easy out it's it's uh it's an easy diffuser of a situation you can be the one you know that they're expecting you to say something stupid at some point mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll happily oblige but um you know i think again like this podcast i think we're all kind of able to be silly and goofy and serious and, and what have you but yeah to have a, a group a good group of friends around you that can uh uh argue another side right and mm -hmm. you're not they can argue another side but you're not necessarily angrily disagreeing with them you'll sit and you'll listen 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 to them mm -hmm. but again that's a whole nother 
social emotional intelligence level of of being um so yeah that's i think that's one of the big takeaways and the the biggest things that i've enjoyed working at uh, at the school is uh it's just the 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 high level of conversation uh thinking and um you know debating subjects that typically i don't get to talk about anywhere else well what i love about talking with you guys is that in i've done this almost every podcast like i've you'll say something that just gets me thinking in a different direction you know it just it takes me you know, it, it kind of, I thought I knew what I was going to say, but then now I'm modifying it based on what you just said. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, 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 it's a lot of fun for me. Yeah. So what do you think, guys? It's, uh, let's see, one one hour, 11 minutes we've Oof, been live. So, yeah. so look. Um, uh, part. <laughs> so he, here's a situation. That part. It all recorded. It all went okay. up. It all went up to, uh, and we're 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 still live. Um, but um, what you say. yeah, no. no, I'm just wondering. What the? I do. <laughs> I need a beep. I can do it like an audio beep. Yeah, I want one of those. Um, is uh, I'm not sure whether it actually went live live. So I, it's all recorded. It's all yeah. local. So all I'd have to do is yeah, upload it. Off, so yeah. I just say no. I'm just, I'm not even going to worry about it. We kind of got a picture. Things need to be sorted. The funniest thing, I just turn on my camera. There's nothing else I do. It's a great image. Um, (laughs) So anyway, Mm. whatever. I don't know. It's just the way it worked out. It's good to have people call you out. out She's so modest. (laughs) So anyway, thank you for tuning in. Is there anything else we're touching on? That's it. We're wrapping it up for today. Wrap it up. Yeah, wrap it up, Fred. So um, we're going to get some intro music, outro music. We're going to be all professional yeah. before you know it. All right. So uh, thanks for tuning in, and um, we'll get this all kind of going live so that everyone knows about it down in time. But yeah. uh, right now, we're just glad that the uh, shows are getting out there. Thanks for watching, and uh, see you next time. See you next time.